0: What's up, guys? This is Leah with Between the Sheets, and this is episode number one, part two of Mindset of High Achievers. I'm very excited to get into part two with you guys. Continue the conversation from where we left off. Let's go ahead and get it. All right, guys, here we go. It's already my second episode. It's really the first episode, but my second episode. You guys get what I'm saying. It's part two. Here I am again. I got everything set up. I'm doing the damn thing. Your girl's doing it by herself. Very, very excited about it. No editing, no audio required, no, none of that. Like your girl is doing it. So, very, very excited about that. You guys, my name is Leah and I am the host of Between the Sheets with Leah. Um, This podcast on this show, we love to get very intimate, very, very real on life, business, relationships, and the journey thereof. What my hope, what my desire, what my mission is, is to be able to provide our listeners with real life solutions that you can actually use. Immediately to help you on your journey, whatever endeavor that is. So, on our last episode, we were talking about mindset. One of the questions that I get asked often is How have you maintained your success over the course of these years? And to me, the answer is very simple, and that is my mindset. You have to be working for anything else around you to be working, and I don't care what that means. Whether it's in relationship, whether it's in your business, whether it's in a friendship, it doesn't make a difference. If you're not working, nothing else will work. And I want you guys to really, really hear that. Nothing else will work. So um, I'm very excited to get going here. I'm going to jump right in. We're going to get into it. And I want to kind of lead off where basically we left off and we were talking about decisions and what decisions we are making in our life right now, whether it be in um, those life relationships, business aspects, and what's holding us back from keeping or making those commitments, those decisions. And we got right into the tip of why most people stop making a decision and it's because of fear it's based off of fear i want to talk about fear for a few minutes because fear in itself is a paralyzer it will stop you completely in your tracks from building your dreams from from going where it is that you are supposed to be from that voice that speaks to you inside that says you're supposed to be this, you're gonna be this, you should be doing this, it will silence that 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 voice completely. And so it's really imperative that we talk about fear and exactly what it is. Um, first and foremost, let me let me just slow up really quick, you guys. Um, I'm jumping all right in, and and that's a great thing. Uh, but I just want to give a shout out here. I'm wearing this lovely sweater here. Can you guys see it? Fierce in Faith by my girl, Jackie Lee. Jackie was on the podcast a couple episodes back. If you have not checked that out, please do. It's very exciting to have witnessed her journey, not only to have witnessed it, but to hear her speak what she wanted, to see her write things down, to see her now in full fruition of that dream because of her mindset. And so if you haven't checked it out, please, please do go check out my girl. She's got her business, the lighthouse, uh, daycare, childcare up and running. And it's just amazing to me to see that whole thing come to fruition. And to hear her speak about it on the podcast was pretty dang awesome as well because she was just in the early... um, Uh, starting of that business. So go back and watch it, go check out where she's at right now. And if you need some gear, go pick some up from her. She's got some really cute sweaters. This one says fierce in faith. Um, that's her secondary business that she's kind of created. And I'm very excited to see where she takes that. So, uh, all right, you guys. So fear, you know, fear is something that we have definitely perverted over time. And what I mean by that is, Basically, fear, as I said in the last podcast, was meant to kept, uh, was meant to keep us from like our life being in very imminent danger. What we have now turned fear into is that I'm afraid to speak. I'm afraid to start the business. I'm afraid to go and talk to the person instead of just calling out what it actually is, and that is, I am insecure. I am uncomfortable. I am not confident. In doing these things, it does not have to do with fear. Fear may fill, um, you you may start to feel all of the emotions inside of your body, like dry mouth, like your hands um, possibly, you know, sweating, your heart racing. But if you think about being excited, it has all of those same systematic responses. Think about that. So then we can actually tell our brain something different and that is the concept of the book that I recommended in part one which is the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Uh, tricking your brain into thinking that you're actually excited for what is about to come instead of being in fear. Fear is a um, definitely a killer. It's, it's something that will definitely keep you from your dreams. It will stop you dead in your tracks. It could keep you from a relationship. It can keep you from... Business that you wanted to start, it can, you know, keep you from a friendship, it can keep you from so many things. And I believe that the only thing that can stop fear is us by realizing that we've got to stop that narrative, that we've got to stop allowing it to play out and telling the story inside of our head. We've got to rewire ourselves to tell ourselves a different story when we begin to feel all of those emotions. Um, we've, we talked a little bit about speaking and how uh, very important it is to speak everything it is that you want in your life, to speak it out loud, to write it down, to imagine it, these very, very simple principles that no one seems to do the work And it's, it sounds very, um, gosh, that sounds mean when I say it, It, but it's true. It's just like working out. We all know that we want to be fit. We all know that we want to look better. We all know actually what it takes. If if we just really come down to what we know, eating better and, and moving your body. But how many of us actually want to do the work? False evidence appearing real. I'm sure you've heard it many times. False evidence appearing real is what fear is. And it is a mindset, you guys. That also is a mindset that you can have. So if you've already begun to tell yourself, I'm afraid of this, well, guess what? You are. I am afraid that they're going to reject me. Well, now you're probably already creating something, um inside of you that you may not even go and allow the relationship to to get off the the ground because of what you're thinking. What if I suck? What if I fail? Uh all of these things are narratives that you're already forward thinking of. So we talked a little bit as well about thinking past tense coming from a place of past traumatic um uh, uh place if there was something that had happened in your life, if there was something that makes you think, okay, well, this is what happened before. Therefore, this is what I should expect and how that mindset in itself will keep you from great things. We talked about being in anticipation, which is future anxiety. So anticipation, anxiety, Those are where we are actually creating stories and narrative that we're telling ourselves that this is what's going to happen. And again, I gave you the quote by Henry Ford that said, whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. I really want you guys to break that quote down and understand what it is that that man was saying. How powerful is that that whatever it is that you think, whether you're wrong, whether you're right, guess what, that's 100% true. So let's take it back just a tad bit. Um, There were a lot of decisions in my life that I was basically fearful of. Uh, Many things that I could have very well allowed me to, um, I could have let fear, you know, stop me basically and um it was very very real for me fear is as much as i say that i want to rename it it's still a very real feeling it's still very real emotions um the butterflies the the tightness the um, all of the things that you feel inside of your body those are very real and it's very difficult to tell somebody who is going through Those motions that, hey, that's not really fear. Taking it back to Mel Robbins, she said, instead, why can't we tell ourselves, hey, I'm excited. I'm excited about what's about to happen. I'm excited about getting on this airplane. I'm excited about walking up to the stage and giving this presentation and everything um, that's going to come out that these people are going to receive. I'm excited about what's going to flourish from this and start to trick our brain into thinking otherwise because the emotions are very real the things that are going on inside of our body are very very real if we don't stop fear then we only do a disjustice to ourselves in the long run we've created a story and we've now believed that story therefore we will not commit to anything new and we are only holding ourselves back Instead of what if I suck, what if I fail, what if I'm no good, what if I'm great, what if I have so much abundance from this that I don't know what to do with it, what if I succeed is kind of where we need to take our mindset in any decision that we're going to make. Start to think about the decision that you're on the fence about right now or the decision that you're getting ready to make. And I want you to start to think about all of the positive things that can come out of that decision once it is made. Take negative out. I know that there was a portion where I told you I wanted you guys to write down the pros and cons of possibly quitting a job. While I think that analytically that's very smart to do, if you're really in that place right now of quitting that job, I really want you to start to concentrate on on all of the great things that are going to come out of the other side, how much more time you're going to have in the craft that you are, you know, going for. Maybe it's, um, you know, more time at home with your family. Maybe it's more money. Maybe it's, um, you know, the freedom, personal freedom, whatever those things are, that's driving you to that passion place I want you to sit and focus on those because that's going to also be another care, uh, fear killer. Is when you begin to start telling your fear where to go. Okay, it really, like that. You're you're really about to tell your fear where to go. I had made a decision in. 2015, I was, I should say that I was on the verge of making a decision that I was very much in fear of, which was to build a studio. Now, mind you, as a boudoir photographer telling women, Hey, you're going to come to my house and take pictures. You're going to have to come inside of my house and go downstairs into a dark basement, um, where we're going to actually shoot. And that's where you're going to take your clothes off. Now, of course, that's not how I'm saying it, what I'm trying to get you to understand was that it was becoming very difficult in my craft to explain to these women that they were coming to my home, that they were going to be going down into my basement. And some of these women didn't even, uh, they didn't even do a consult with me, so they didn't know who I was. They were just showing up, and it, crazy how that happens. Um, I think that that's, that's wonderful that they trusted me enough, but I could have been a killer. Um, needless to say, it was getting to the point where it was very difficult to maintain also the circus of my life, my kids, my husband, the mess of a house that I was living in, you know, dishes or, or bathroom. And if you're a mom and and you think, you know, just, just think about how your house looks on a regular. If you think that I'm somebody who keeps my house in pristine condition because you've come over and seen it that way. Know that that is not the case. <laughs> I have very much um, had plenty of messy days and um, underwear thrown everywhere, and dog food or 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 you know, kids, whatever everywhere. So it was very hard to maintain that circus. And so the idea of building a studio was in basically the foreground, and it was going to cost me forty thousand uh, dollars. I was still working a full time job and, um, building the business. I was getting good, but I wasn't nearly as far along as I wanted to be. I had the opportunity to, um, speak with somebody who, uh, Sue Bryce actually is, uh, was one of my mentors at the particular time. I was involved in a lot of her courses and classes and just following her, um, very intently because she is an amazing photographer and she is, She's just badass in the world of photography, Um, and I had the opportunity to have um, basically kind of a one-on-one with her where I asked her what she thought that, you know, I was thinking about building a studio, and her answer was basically, if you don't have the money or the means to support that decision, then do not do it. I was already in fear of that decision. I was already back and forth. I was already thinking, what if I fail? What if this sucks? What if they don't come? And then to hear somebody who is 10 times along further in her career than me, who is very, very successful and smart, has made very smart decisions, tell me that this was not a good decision, put even more fear inside of me. And yet there was a voice that was screaming inside of me, you know who you are. You know what you'll do to make this happen. And you know how hard you will work. And if you work that hard, they're going to come. You're going to set a precedent of a new type of experience for your clients. You're going to work your ass off to get that money paid off really quick. And so I did not listen to one of the most phenomenal photographers in the world of photography. And I made the decision and I jumped. Fear and all. And it was the best damn decision that I ever made. My business jumped double in the year that I had created the studio. The following year, I was basically able to quit my full-time job. Thereafter, I doubled up my income again and again. Now, while logically everything that she said made sense, I am not for any instance like back, like lashing what she said, because logically that was correct. I followed Dave Ramsey. I know that you should save. I know that you shouldn't take any loans out. I know that you, you know, should have your money and and ready to go. And, 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 and I didn't have those things in place, but I also knew that there was a driving force inside of me. Somebody with more authority that even I believed in at that moment that said, you can do this. And that's the voice that I want you to pay attention to when you're thinking about making some of these decisions that you're about to make that mindset of pushing past that fear will give you confidence for the next go round. And when the next go round comes and you push through it again, you're going to gain even more confidence for the next decision. You see, it's going to take vulnerability to have courage. The two cannot coexist together. Tell me a time in your life that you have had courage without being vulnerable. You can't do it because the two coexist. You have to be vulnerable. You have to have some type of vulnerability in order to be courageous and, and have courage and to build confidence. Each time that you do, that confidence will grow. And so when people want to know about how, that's one thing right there is building your confidence level by making decisions that scare the shit out of you sometimes. Those ones that make you want to squeeze your butt cheeks even tighter because it's really scary. And that decision led to many more decisions in my life that I pers- you know, persevered through. Fear is a mindset, but abundance is the opposite of that mindset. I want you to understand that fear is a mindset, but abundance is the opposite of fear, which is also a mindset. I needed a mentor when I was in photography. I needed somebody to show me more than basically um, what I knew because I needed to get better. I got no after no after no. And in that time that I received so many no's, I could have very well threw up my hands and said, okay, that's it. You know what? Forget it. I give up. That's I'm I'm done. Which many of us do. That rejection that we feel will then kind of keep us uncomfortable and and, and hey, I don't want to feel that again. That's a trauma response. Okay. The same trauma response can come out of the relationship that just broke your heart. The one that you felt like you went all in on and it failed. And so now you're very skeptical about pushing forward with anybody else. That's a mindset. That's a trauma response. And in order to rewire yourself of those things, you're going to have to push yourself with vulnerability and courage through some of those decisions. So again, I'm going to ask you, what decisions do you need to make right now in your life, in your relationship, in your business that you are not making? And what is the next, most important next step to get you there? MINS, M-I-N-S. Write this one down if you're taking notes. Men's, most important next step. You have to look at the decision that you want to make and you need to basically reverse engineer that goal. I'm going to see the goal on my board, but now instead of figuring out the how, I'm going to already point to say, I have to call so-and-so and and get on the phone with her for five months or five five minutes. God, five months would be a long time. (laughs) I have to set the appointment with the city. I have to do these things. And those are your most important next steps. Stop looking so far ahead in the sense of like, I have to come up with a hundred thousand dollars. What is my most important next step to get me to where it is that I want to go and just start there? My most important next step in my career was getting a mentor and I was getting told no after no after no. And I could have let the rejection stop me. I could have let the no's just, you know, play into my ego but instead, I, I persevered, which is also a mindset. I persevered through the no's to get to my yeses. And finally, I got a yes. Somebody that was willing to show me the ropes. Get a mentor. Again, this applies to anything in life. Business, relationship, health. Whether it's a life coach, whether it's somebody that has been there and done that. Whether it's accountability partner of some sort, men, women, get with somebody that knows more than you. Never be the strongest person in your group. Never be the expert. Always be the beginner, even if you know a ton. Always be willing to learn. I was always always, and I still am always willing to learn from other individuals. That's why I take so much continuing education. When you guys see me out and about on these trips, it's probably very likely because I'm going there to learn something from somebody that knows more than me. In that experience itself, getting out of my element, getting out of my office, getting out of my space that I'm comfortable in, it also opens up a world of experience to me, different things, tastes, pleasures, all types of things that would not have been made available to me had I not stepped out to learn more, to gain knowledge, to gain wisdom in my craft. You always have to be willing to learn, to try new things. I'm constantly trying to challenge myself because I understand that I am my own worst enemy and that I am also my warrior. And unfortunately for most of us, it's our warrior that tends to hide out. And it's our enemy that is running rampant inside of our heads, the enemy within you know, um, I'm not going to get into this too much because I know that there's going to be many that I would get slack from. You know what? At the same time, it's, there's just a point in your life where you just got to stop giving two shits about what other people think, because guess what? Everybody's going to have an opinion of you. So that's another thing I want you guys to hear right now. Everybody's going to have an opinion of you. You can do nothing about that. You know, maybe you could, maybe you could try your hardest to try to change their mind, but why would you? If they don't like you for who you are and what you're about, your message, and and you know in your heart of hearts who you are, then let them be on their way because somebody else is going to appreciate you for who you are and what you're about right now. Let me say that again, men and women. If somebody does not appreciate you, value you, love you for who you are right now, then let them go. Even if there's growth, which is required by all of us throughout our lifetime, if they don't want to give you the chance or the opportunity to get to know you better, and they have already a preconceived notion of who you are, let them be. Everyone's going to have an opinion of you. You will walk into a room with a hundred different people and a hundred different people will have an idea of who they think you are and you can't change that. So why try? The enemy within, the enemy in general that we talk about, the devil, I am almost reckoned to believe that we are the enemy, that our flesh is the enemy that that we are so afraid of. The word talks about God telling us that he gives us all authority over the enemy. And that verse really kind of like sat with me for for a while. That he gives us all authority over the enemy. That basically we would trample the enemy under our feet. All of these things... I believe to be that, you know, we create this enemy. We make him as big as we want to make him. But we also have all authority over that enemy. The more that we figure out how to fight the enemy within, push past fear, push past insecurities, push past things that make us feel vulnerable and show who we are, the authority that we walk in that he also gave to us is a game changer. But you're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to do the work within. All of those words that I talked about earlier in mindset, perseverance, determination, um, imagination, uh, decision, all of those things are going to be imperative to your walk. If you have not created a vision board yet, I'm going to tell you to start with that, to start with a vision board, to start to create and imagine the life that you want, the relationship that you want, the business that you want, the money that you want, start to visualize what that looks like and start to find pieces of, uh, of uh, papers and magazines and, and pictures that showcase that for you and put it up on your wall as a reminder continue looking at it every single day. Every single day, try to look at it. So put it in the bathroom if you have to. If you don't have an office at home and you're not sitting in that office, then I want you to put it someplace that you're going to see it. Write it down. I cannot tell you how important it is to write things down. And in fact, the word would tell you the same thing. Habakkuk 2.2 says, write down the vision, write it clearly on clay tablets. So whoever reads it can run to tell others that verse right there, that piece right there, writing things down, write it clearly on a clay tablet. So whoever reads it can go also and tell others. Ooh, what that means to me is how many people will be inspired by the things that you write down because they come to full fruition for you. It's not yet time for the message to come, but the time is coming that the message will come true. So you say you're a believer, but do you believe in that? Or maybe you think I'm taking that out of context. Write it down, make it visible, make it plain on tablets and then figure out what you're Men's most important next step is in your journey to make a decision. These are all mindset principles that I want you guys to really start to focus on. Start to think about past trauma, things that have possibly took root inside of your mind and began growing This garden of weeds that are telling you this is what's going to happen if you go about things this way. Understand that your mind is a garden that grows many different plants. And a lot of them weeds. And you will have to go in there and you will have to dig out some of those weeds sometimes. And it's not a fun experience. If you have ever went into some hard soil and tried to get out some weeds... Sometimes you'll find clay, sometimes you'll find rock, some very hard surfaces before you get to the soil. And then you think once you get there that you've pulled it all out and then time goes by and another little head pops out, another little weed head pops out. And you got to do it over again because it's practice. It's something that we have to continuously do. We will never come to or never attain a full ship of I know exactly what to do. There's never going to be a point. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Tony Robbins. I don't care. Tony Robbins has just as many problems, if not more problems than us. He just has the tools to help him navigate the problems. Start to be the observer. Write that one down. Start to be the observer of your life. I want you to think of yourself as an alien And this is another uh, principle that I learned, a little um, exercise that I learned from another book, Um, You're a Badass by Jensen Charo. And this exercise is pretty freaking phenomenal because it's got to take us out of our ego. It's got to take Leah out of herself. And Leah comes out, out of herself to see, why am I reacting like that right now? What upset me in what that person said? Why am I lashing out instead of just... I want to say that when you do this, try not to judge yourself as you're watching yourself. And that's very difficult to do because sometimes we we can make decisions out of emotion very easy. And I always say that it's never a good thing to make a decision out of emotion because 10 times out of 10, you're going to regret it. You're going to regret what you said, what you put out, how you acted, your demeanor, you're going to regret it. Never make an emotional decision, if at all possible. In those moments, as you are starting to practice and go along this road, I want you to start to observe yourself when you get heated, when you get upset, when somebody says something and ask yourself, why? Why did this upset me? Where is that bruise coming from? This is going to help you start to figure out how you move through things so that you can start to rewire some of those patterns, whether of a past or whether of forward thinking and anxiety. Be the observer, be the alien in your life and start to just observe Leah. Okay. Leah's going to observe Leah. And if Leah got pissed off because somebody said something to her wrong today and she started to act like this, Leah needs to step back and, and, and observe and say, okay, why did that upset me? What did that really touch? What area in my life am I still hurt about? Where's that bruise that they're touching right now that they may not even see? All right, guys. We are at our marker here. My alarm went off again. It wasn't this loud this this time. Um, it wasn't in the podcast because <laughs> last time it was very very loud. This is a great mic. It's very very great mic. Um, you know, I have the Shure mics right here, and people are probably wondering why I'm not using Shure, But this particular mic to pick up um, the quality of sound so directionally has been pretty phenomenal. So. Um, not downplaying sure. I love sure. So let's just put that out there. But this, uh, this mic has been pretty dang good. We've got to start to know our worth. We've got to start to know our value and what we bring to the table. We've got to start moving in confidence and gain that mindset. And so in order to gain mindset that, that, that confidence mindset, you're going to have to walk through some decisions that you're fearful of. That is why so many people will say, you know, to do things that scare you every single day. Because those decisions are what build character to get you to your next step in life, your journey, this path that you're on. Now, mind you, I'm not, I'm not a therapist and I'm not telling you to go jump out of a plane and things of that nature. I'm just saying, do a couple of small things that you normally wouldn't do and then start to observe how you feel. And I guarantee you that each decision that you make, you're gonna grow stronger and stronger and stronger. Remember to speak it, write it down, imagine it. Okay. All of those things, be a kid. The word says that we need to be like kids again. And I really, truly wholeheartedly believe that that verse is there because kids are so innocent and they, they think, and they play and, and they let their mind wander and they touch and they feel, and there's no type of, um, judgment. They just play. They sit there and they play with their feet. They touch their butt. They don't care. they, They're just babies. They're just open. Be open. Allow yourself to be creative and open. Try new things, you guys. Understand that imagination, and this is Albert Einstein that says, imagination is the previews to life's coming attractions. If you can imagine it, you can have it. It sounds so damn cliche because so many people say it. But the fact of the matter is this, that everything that is around you was built based off of thought. Thought. The house that you're in, the chair that you're sitting in, the computer that you use, the microphone that you use, your earphone. These things were built off of thought. Somebody said, I want to have something that lights up a room and they created it. If you can imagine it, you can have it. But are you giving yourself that time to let your imagination run free? It's in the creative states in our creative zones where the different parts of our brain start to actually open up. And that's going to be a whole nother topic is the different segments of our brain, um, and how they have an effect on how we believe, how we move, what we think the whole system within the frontal, um, I, You guys that there's another book that um I'm gonna highly recommend and um it is um oh gosh, I'm drawing a blink right now. It's a Joe Dispenza and it is um let me just look it up really quick because I do not want to get this wrong. Um it's a hard read in the sense that you know you I don't know if you're an audible person or if you like to have a physical um breaking the habit of being yourself. This book talks about the different areas of the brain and how it's used and what triggers what and how we can actually really go in there and rewire ourselves as well. So taking Mel Robbins' book, taking this book and really starting to do that internal work, it's work, you guys, it's not easy. You can't sit there in your chair and just imagine something and never do anything with it. There's action that has to be taken beyond that step. So I want you guys to start to play, be like little kids, speak it, see it, imagine it, write it down. Hebrews 11, 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Jesus said it first. Remember that no matter what it is that you're doing, if you're trying, you're succeeding. So even if you don't get something right, even if you are you know on your way and some hiccup happens, you guys, if you are trying, even if you're failing, that's, it's, that's success because you're doing and you're probably doing something that somebody else isn't. Those people that are on the sidelines that have so much to say about what you're doing, but they have no umph to do what you're doing. Let them talk. Let them talk. They're always going to be there. Your haters are always going to be there. One hundred. They're always going to be there. And get vulnerable. If we would only understand that the moment that we are more real with one another and open up our hearts and become vulnerable, sharing our 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 interpersonal thoughts, our our shit, the stuff, our 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 realness here. That people would have so much more of a respect for us, that they would love us more than this facade that we put on. Man, life could be so different. Life could be so different. So, your homework for this episode, this uh, this mindset episode, I hope that I've given you guys a lot of little gems to take away because that again is my desire to make sure that I give you tips and 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 tricks and um, evidence of things that I have done to help me succeed in life. And these next coming interviews, this is going to be the business segment of where I'm going. I have about four to five different interviews set up with some amazing individuals who have implemented all of these different mindsets in their life and they are succeeding. But I also am going to talk to them about where they were fearful, about the things that possibly held them back, their paradigm thinking, their 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 learned environment, the family that they grew up in, the stuff that they possibly are going through right now that they have to navigate through. We're going to talk to them about all of those things coming up, and I'm very excited to have those one-on-one conversations with them. And so please continue to join me on this journey. This is Between the Sheets with your girl, Leah. This is episode one, part two of mindset of high achievers. And I hope I have given you a bunch of key things to take away. I hope it was as organized as I thought it was. And if it wasn't, please reach out, like, subscribe, comment, reach out to me. There's something that you want to know. Please just ask. I am an open book. I promise you that I, there's nothing that has come my way that would probably surprise me. Um, especially not in the type of, uh, especially not with the type of uh, job that I do. There's, you know, I, um, I'm an open book. You guys ask me anything and I'll tell you, um, I'm very excited to go on this journey with you guys and continue to be vulnerable with you and share all of the things that helped me on the way, all of the things that hindered me, um, how I overcame those things and do life together with you. So until next time, I can't wait. See you later. Thank <music> you.